Wichita's Douglas Design District is located along the renowned Douglas Avenue, a three-mile stretch springing from the heart of the downtown area through uptown and ending just east of Oliver. The DDD has over 300 locally owned businesses where you can shop, live, and dine by design. Keeping you updated on news, events, and more in the DDD, this is the Douglas Design District Podcast. All right, welcome back to the Douglas Design District Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jason Villanueva. I'm at the table with Jordan Walker and Renee Duxler. Welcome, both of you. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. How is it? How is it? Busy times? Fun times? Oh my gosh, summer and the end of school is just um, going to make my head explode, actually. <laughs> it's just so much all at once, but it's it's good. I can't complain too much, but it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's funny how summer used to be the time of relaxation when you were a kid and then you hit adulthood and it's, where did that go? Right. But we have a good problem to have. There's so much to do around town right now that you almost don't want to stay home to relax. So can't complain either. Exactly. Exactly. Right. So both of you just, and I'll start with you, Jordan, just take a quick moment and tell me who you are and, and how you're involved with the Douglas Design District. Sure. Uh, so I'm Jordan Walker. I work at Gretman Group as the digital director, and my involvement with the Douglas Design District is really just an enthusiastic volunteer. I assist on the promotions. We thrive on those, by yeah. the way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, we this love Jordan. built on the backbone of enthusiastic volunteers. Yeah. Um, my primary involvement is with the promotions committee, but anytime um, Renee or Janelle or anyone needs an extra hand, if I'm available, I'm, I'm all about it. Great. Yeah. So so just so everybody remembers, the Douglas Design District is primarily, the engine behind it all is primarily unpaid volunteers. Yes. And so right. give us a quick insight, and you can both chime in on this, and then we'll give you your time, Renee. <laughs> uh, tell us about some of the committees. So you talked about being on a promotions committee, but there are multiple committees of dedicated volunteers that are given their time, energy, and resources to do what? Well, um, yeah, time, energy, and resources to help us basically run the Douglas Design District. So not only do we have our board of directors, um, and that's 12 of us who meet monthly um, and work on kind of the inner goings of the design district, um, the the marketing and promotions and, and kind of behind behind the scenes stuff with the district and making, you know, the decisions that we make about anything from membership to, um, the 2020 vision project we're working on. Um, and then outside of that, we've got, um, three different committees. There's the promotions committee, um, that does help us with all of our social media and marketing and promotions of events. And Jordan's great at that. Yeah. And Jordan's great at that. And they're the ones who you'll see at the artisan market. If you go out promoting second Saturday and, and, um, the DDD. Um, and then we also have a development committee and that's made up of members who, um, are really interested in growing the district, um, the development of the district. That's a big portion where the 2020 vision, um, campaign kind of falls under. Right. And then we have our membership committee, which is totally involved in getting out there, hitting the streets and talking to businesses in the district about membership and what the benefits of membership are. Yeah. It's a, a, a um, thriving 
robust group of people it truly <laughs> involved is. in so much, I but really pushing never, this thing forward. Yeah, yeah, I have never been a part of a group that is just so committed, uh, you know, without getting paid <laughs> and really puts in a lot of hours and dedication and passion into this. And I just think that speaks to um, where the district is at now and the accomplishments that has been, have been made over the last 10 years um, under all volunteer kind of drive um, and just the potential for where we um, can get to, um, you know, as I continue to talk about 2020 vision, if we actually have paid staff. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's, it's all very exciting and, and great. Good. Yeah, definite well-oiled machine. And I think one of my favorite parts about being a part of the district and helping out in the ways that I do is because it's so many passionate individuals that are really committed, as Renee was saying, to the overall mission. But it's not just because I work in the district that makes me care about it, but most of my leisurely time is spent at businesses in the Douglas Design District. And so, you know, if there are any listeners out there that are looking for ways to help make the district better, if you have ideas to bring, I mean, we're all ears and we would love any extra sets of hands um, available to assist us with our mission. That is truth. Very true, very true. So, Renee, take just a quick moment and remind us of uh, your business and then yes. your involvement as well. Of course. You, you've touched a little bit on it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, my name is Renee Duxler, and I own Ariel, which is a very new um, resale um, consignment clothing store here in the district, six months old. And um, I also have been a board member with the district even prior to opening Ariel for several years now. Um, and so, I sit on the board currently as the secretary. And um, I'm also one of um, several people who have really um, headed up the 2020 vision campaign that we're doing in the district yeah. right now. Renee yep. is the go-getter on 2020 vision. And yeah. I know we're going to touch on that a little bit later, but any questions <laughs> and answers you need around that Renee is your gal. Yes, I oh, do. Yeah. I do pride myself. It's something that has been really exciting to see, um, grow and, and, and take, um, flight in the yep. last several months. And we're just, we're, um, incredibly excited about the potential for it. I, cannot wait to see that vision fully realized and physically manifested on Douglas. I, uh, I drive, I, I make it a point to drive up Douglas the long way sometimes when I come mm -hmm. to work just so I can drive through yes. it's It's so great. But even just getting to the, to the intersection there where your business is, at Hydraulic and Douglas and just seeing even that the landscaping has just gone in and yes. seeing the the new street, it just has such a great look to it and major improvement already, right? Yeah. 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 Already. No. And that's, what's so funny is because, you know, we went through that painful period of construction and you know, that's something that we're talking to businesses about is like, we got it. There's going to be a lot of anxiety around construction. Um, we've lived through it, um, there on our corner. Um, but I always kind of knew once this is done, it's going to be really great and it is really great. great. So, yeah. um, you know, unfortunately progress sometimes does have its growing pains and, sure. and we definitely, you know, don't, um, underestimate that or want to blow that off with anyone, buddy, right. but, um, it's just such a huge, um, improvement over, you know, kind of what we had there that, um, it was worth, it was worth that kind of I'd say so. period. Yeah. Nice. I think it's great. Yeah. Just now that Piotto and hopping gnome has a patio and I, 
last week we were at your store mm-hmm. for the fashion show, mm-hmm. which was yeah. so much fun. Renee yeah. puts on one <laughs> heck of a fashion show, by the way. Um, but it was great that after the fact, it was, you know, 8, 830 at night and it, in the middle of a work week and the street was yes. just full of people and That's full cool. of life. And it was I had things to do back at home, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave. Right. So. Yeah. yeah. And it is a cheers like atmosphere because then you, I mean, you're running into people who are down there and it's oh, like, yeah. Oh, Hey, uh-huh. and you catch it. And so it really has become this. Everybody knows your name there on, on the corner. That's cool. So much fun. So part of what we want to do with this podcast is dive into some of the events that are taking place in June. We know that there's a lot happening in our city. Wichita really rallies around Riverfest the first week of June. Yes. But there's a lot more month left after that. And so we're going to do our best to keep you updated on some of the things that you can do in the Douglas Design District during this time. And so... I want to hand this back over to Renee so she can talk just a little bit about something that's happening on Friday, June 1st. And so just know that maybe you're going to listen to this and June 1st has passed, but this is relevant for two more months to come, July and August. And so tell us what's happening at uh, the Hill on Friday from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. So, yeah, the Hill has kind of been working with us um, to do what we're calling a First Friday sort of fundraiser. So it's been the first Friday of every month. Um, We had one in April and May as well. Um, There'll be one this month on June 1st and then going through um, in July on the 6th, I believe, and then in August again as well um, on the 3rd. And so we are just pushing people to go to the Hill anytime during operating hours, which are 11 a.m. to 11 p.m., have drinks, have lunch, you know, invite your friends out, um, because 15% of your ticket goes to the Douglas Design District, as long as you mention us, and we are, are pushing people, Avenue Art Days or Douglas Design District, mention that, and 15% of your ticket will come back to us, and that helps go into our fund for Avenue Art Days, which is what helps us pay stipends to our artists, it helps the marketing, it helps us buy food and water for all our, our volunteers. And so, um, we need money to pull off that event and, um, this helps us get there. Yeah, that's great. Do you want to spend just a moment talking about, well, let's get an outsider. I, I don't want to say outsider, but outside perspective. Have, have you worked with Avenue Art Days before or just been attended and kind of seen the fruit of its labor? Yeah. Um, again, I'm kind of just an enthusiastic spectator. Yeah. I've had friends who have participated as artists in Avenue Art Days and have really enjoyed it over the last couple of years. And um, I have gone to the Hill to participate in the Eaton, and it's really one of the easiest ways to raise money. I think, Renee, we actually saw each other there last month. We and did. <laughs> you were having dinner with your family, uh-huh. and it was a you know really great way to spend happy hour after work on Friday and get some dinner and drinks and know that 15% of your ticket goes back to it. But, you know, Renee, you actually participated in Avenue Art Days last year as an artist. Do you want yes. to talk a little bit about your mural? Yes, and absolutely. Well, well, it was it was one of those things that you know I've again been a part of the um, Douglas Design District for a while now and have helped help Janelle with Avenue Art Days and, and especially my background being in fundraising with the fundraising part of it and I had this idea in my head this concept of art that I wanted to do and I had kind of roughed 
you know, drawn it out and did the concept and waited until literally 15 minutes before the deadline <laughs> for submitting Nothing artwork. like procrastination. <laughs> because I like was just many like, of the yes, I know. And I, I, I learned that most people do that. But I, for me, for me specifically, I was like, am I really ready to put myself out there? Because I don't consider myself to be an artist. And so it was, it was kind of scary. Um, but they ended up picking, um, my, um, art to go over. And originally it was going to be behind the anchor on their little kind of like, uh, cooler, um, shed back there. And then Shane saw the concept and was like, Oh, we got to put that up front. And That's so that nice. was really fun, but That's it also amazing. terrifying. <laughs> um, and anyway, long story short, yeah, it was just one of those things that I just kind of jumped in. And um, what I appreciate about Avenue Art Days is that it does embrace not necessarily the the um, artists who who are already out there and definitely great and prolific in creating work but embraces people who are who are creative and want to do something and that's not necessarily their their you know day job maybe something completely different but they have an idea or they have something they want to do here to put their what I kept saying put my stamp on my city right and exactly. they submit it and you know um, it could be something that you know they get to actually bring to fruition yeah. I, I love how it's just kind of created this wildfire of wanting more art in oh, yeah. in the city. I mean, it, we're starting to see that even outside of the district, people are kind of taking a very same concept and kind of trying to spread it out across Wichita, which is great. And one of the artists that has participated in a couple of years, Wante Wolf, um, he has um, a couple of murals down Douglas, and he ended up taking that concept, going to Harvester Arts for their um, ICT soup fundraising and pitched a Broadway beautification project to take a mural project into the neighborhood that he grew up in because he felt that he was very inspired about, you know, partnering up and participating in that event. And he wanted to give that back to the community that he grew up in. And it was just, it's just fantastic to see that like really grow and, you know, getting kids involved. And as you were saying, you know, people who maybe aren't the typical artists, but there are a lot of people who have kind of gotten their start because it's, that is an awesome mural. Who is that person? And then they, you know, just kind of get found after that. And so it's, it's just really great that we have that here in our corridor of creativity. Yes. I love that little phrase. Hashtag corridor creativity. <laughs> yeah. So having having been an artist, or yeah, having submitted and gotten chosen, what would you say for this round of murals coming up for artists who are maybe considering? The biggest thing I'd say is go for it. I mean, it's it's a short timeline. Um, it'll come out in August. So definitely, if you're interested in participating, get on the DDD Facebook page. Um, definitely get on our newsletter. Um, make sure that you're connected somehow because we will have information and dates and it's a really short turnaround, like maybe three or four days. I think we give, you know, kind of something comes out on Thursday and it's due on Monday. Um, and so that'll be in August and all that information will come out. Um, but my advice is just to go for it, to submit something, um, and see where it goes. Um, because it, you know, we, we do, we have, you know, usually around 20 mural location, um, places. And I think last, um, time we had over 40 submissions so we can't choose everybody right um but um if you do get chosen it is absolutely worth you know that effort and and just getting involved yeah absolutely i would i would 
say the same thing. Just go for it. There are a lot of submissions that come in. And so no, really no hard feelings if you don't get chosen. Yeah. Well, you just never know. And and a lot of times because, you know, I've been a part of that selection process. It's, you know, looking at the building, looking at the space, looking at. And so, you know, sometimes it's not even necessarily the quality of, of the art or the artwork. It's just trying to fit, you know, pieces into a puzzle. Exactly. So, yeah, that's good. It's good. So don't forget June 1st at the Hill, the Eden is from 11 a.m. to 11 p.m. And so for the next two first Fridays, mm-hmm. so then one in July and one also in August. So yes. July 6th and then August 3rd, yes. you can visit the Hill there at Oliver and Douglas and you can eat. And then 15% of your bill will go to Avenue Art Days to help fund that. And so yeah. don't forget. Also in June, so bleeding in bleeding into <laughs> June from May, because we know that happens, uh, the Hopping Gnome is actually celebrating their third anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary, Yay. Hopping Gnome. Yeah. Those <laughs> I can't believe it. Three years. Oh. That's so crazy. It is so crazy. And I'm so excited and proud of them. And yeah, it's it's a fun it's been a fun week and it'll continue to be a fun week. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So a couple things happening for their third year anniversary. They have events happening every night uh, between May 29th and June 3rd. So one of those or two of those days are behind us already. But I know on June 1st, they're hosting a beer and ice cream party. Yum. And then June 2nd, I have to be careful how I say this, it's a frickin' gnome party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And then on June 3rd, they have potluck brunch and beer mosas. Yes. Do either one of you know what a birmosa is, and have you had one? Absolutely. It's basically a mimosa, but instead of the champagne, you have beer. Yeah. So it's basically a beer cocktail. and it's beer and orange juice. Yeah. What a great way. So Stephen Marley performs June 2nd at Riverfest, and so I could you know, see a lot of people being out and about on Friday night or on Saturday night. Um, but what a great way to wake up on Sunday and maybe potluck some brunch and go and hang out with the hopping gnome crew and congratulate them. And, um, you know, the 30th anniversary is, uh, a crystal or glass gift. So maybe you can gift yes. yourself a pint glass to commemorate the third anniversary. That's right. Go to Hopping Gnome and then buy yourself a pint glass to commemorate their anniversary. It's everyone's For anniversary. You. That's right. Yeah. Yes, we're all winning in this equation. Yeah, it was, it was so much fun when they when they came on the scene and you you start to see things pop up in different places around the city. And the coolest thing is when you when you see logos go up. And I saw that sign go up, and I'm like, what in the world? world is that what is right. a hopping gnome yes. but it makes sense and it fits and it's such a staple in our city now yeah it really especially is along just along great, the avenue yeah a great little location i'm super um i couldn't have asked for better neighbors um with, with mm-hmm. both them and and everyone else on that um corner but yeah we're, we're super happy and proud of them on on saturday to um let them eat brats um food truck which is the first food truck that came out to hopping gnome originally yeah. um and so there's a special relationship there but they'll actually be parked in front of my store um because they don't have street, street side parking in front of the gnome anymore so yeah. i get the right. food truck nice. on um saturday and, and so we'll be having a really fun 
um, day between celebrating their anniversary and having the food truck. And then I've, I've got a, everything is five ninety nine sale going on Whoa. with my menswear. And so I saw that, <laughs> right? I saw that, yeah. um, just trying to kind of push that out as I, as I'm dropping, um, kind of carrying my men's collection. The guys just don't really go shopping a whole lot and it's just not my passion. So anyway, um, that's, that's going to be going on on Saturday. And then as, um, Jordan mentioned then getting out, you know, to Riverfest, um, taking the queue line all the way down Douglas and, and hitting Riverfest then I think sounds fabulous. So, I mean, honestly, avoid trying to park anywhere near oh, Riverfest. Right. You might yeah. as well just park in the Douglas Design District and <laughs> hop on the queue line. Last year, the queue dropped you off right at the entrance yes. of Riverfest in front of Century 2. You could not ask for a better situation. Exactly. So No, I think that's the way to go. Good stuff. So real quick, potluck brunch and bermosas. And so that's kind of just bring your own brunch kind of thing, right? Yeah. Good community gathering. And I think because they're, the Hopping Gnome Tap Room has really built a community around around the brand, um, I think that's a really great way for them to end their anniversary week is just, you know, being around with family and friends and all sharing a bite. There's no better way to celebrate than eating together. Yeah. Agreed. (laughs) Right. Right. So yeah, the first, certainly the first week of June is jam packed June 4th. We have a very interesting, somewhat out of the ordinary event happening at CSB central standard brewing brewing (laughs) brewery. Uh, so tell me what that's about. This is just one of those events that when you see it pop up on Facebook and you kind of dive in a little bit, the curiosity is so there that you just have to make time to go. Um, CSB is hosting Handsome Devil's Puppets, and they're presenting Into Glow, Out of Gloom. And the artist behind this, it's like a puppet and marionette show, and it's just really bizarre. Um, the description, it's like kind of a musical with, you know, these puppets and the description talks about folk tales and murder ballads and original songs and kind of stalking the artist a little bit. It looks like she's had some performances in, um, like Portland and Seattle and, um, kind of all over the United States. So it's really cool that we're getting this here in Wichita, considering where the rest of her tour has been. And so, Um, my favorite line of the description is let's get a little weird and let's find a little wonder. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. June 4th. Do we know a time on that? Oh, I'm sure it's probably like five 30 or six. I'm not sure off the top of my head. Check out the, uh, you can check out central standard brewing. You can check out their Facebook and I'm sure they have uh, more event details, but yeah, just go after work and hang out. Yeah, pretty much. That's, that's how that works. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Get your seat early. Great. So then the following weekend is second Saturday. And so we know there's always fun stuff happening in the district. One with the second Saturday artisan market at the workroom. Mm -hmm. Uh, But also there's an event called Uptown Douglas that's happening second Saturday, June 9th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Who wants to chime in on that one? I will go ahead and chime in on that. Um, We're really excited about this because, you know, um, second Saturday is one of those events. It's all along Douglas um, and all along the Douglas Design District. But the workroom and and, um, Janelle has really found kind of a way to attract a lot of um, people to that kind of um, corner of Cleveland and First Street with the artisan market. And so there's always something, you know, big stuff happening there. Well, a a group of um, businesses and vendors up um, at... 
Douglas and Hillside kind of decided, hey, we went in on some of this action. Like, we want to collaborate. We're watching these collaborations take place, and and uh, we want to do something, too. And so they have all come together and have kind of titled themselves Uptown Douglas um, within the Douglas Design District. And um, they're all participating um, from 10 to 2 that um, day as well with special promotions and giveaways um, between all of them um, and, and different um, discounts and things that you can get at each at each shop. Yeah, let me read this description yeah. that they have on details of the event. It says, mark your calendar for the Uptown Douglas second Saturday event on June 9th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. So this is a free block party style shopping event, and it's going to feature 15 locally owned merchants on Douglas between Hillside and Rutan. Shop local and enjoy discounts, giveaways, food and fun within the Douglas Design District. And so some of those businesses are Noble House Hawaiian Restaurant, Love a Character, Crown Uptown, We've got Zen Fitness, Traditions Home, Ruben Saunders Gallery, Two Brothers Barbecue. So quite a few of those yeah. businesses coming together to put on a really cool free event for Wichita's exactly. on June 9th. Yeah. And it's just another way to come down and spend your day in the mm-hmm. district. Um, shopping along the districts is another opportunity um, to really um, bring the family out, ride the queue line again, um, and enjoy um, shopping and eating and celebrating locally. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's, it's great to see that there are so many events like this that are going on, um, especially around Second Saturday. That's a really great day for a lot of collaborations to come together. But, you know, it really kind of brings to mind, like, uh, the Douglas and Hillside Corner, the Cleveland and First intersection. I mean, these are just small snippets. We have a really big district. Yes. We go from Washington to Grove, second to Kellogg. That's a lot of territory to cover. And while we have a lot of these events, it just brings to light, I think, you know, why the 2020 vision is so important to really create that walkability um, in the district. And so, I don't know, Renee, do you want to chime in a little bit and remind us, like, what is the 2020 vision and why why is that mission so important to the district to thrive? Right. Well, you know, the Douglas Avenue is really the the corridor into downtown. Um, and so we really kind of see ourselves as that kind of um, arterial vein um, from the east side of Wichita, much like Delano is from the west side of Wichita. And so really drawing people in and giving them um, a destination instead of just driving through, um, that they're able to um, enjoy more of kind of the local scene and experience because we do have so many businesses along that strip, um, so many locally owned, long running businesses um, that um, people are, are, some people are just now beginning to, you know, um, um, find out about and explore and learn about um, and really um, embrace what we have to offer locally um, as, as um, a district. And then it's also important because it does, you know, as the Douglas Design District, the whole whole um, kind of vision for the district um, back when Bill Jackson, you know, kind of started it um, over 10 years ago was that it would be a destination not only for local shoppers, but for local business and industry right. um, to be able to really thrive. And so, you know, being able to kind of um, bring people down here and show business that this is, um, you know, becoming more walkable, more pedestrian friendly. Mm-hmm. It is something that, um, industry hopefully can be attracted to both for storefront, um, cause we have a lot of those obviously, but also, um, 
you know, for office space, I've had a lot of conversations with people who have offices in the district and fully support 2020 because they have talent they're trying to attract and recruit. And having a really fun, funky, you know, up and coming district to even office space out of is really attractive right. to young talent. Um, so there's so many different ways that the 2020 vision, which is essentially trying to bring um, uh, infrastructure into the district that helps become more walker friendly, more pedestrian friendly, more cycling friendly, right. um, yeah. as well as becoming a more sustainable district with our business improvement um, district mm-hmm. kind of application. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think um, one of the uh, one of the greatest things that has happened in recent time or in uh, more recently, I guess, is the painted streetscape and being able to like beautify Douglas in that way. Um, I've had a lot of questions while working at the artisan market in the Douglas design district booth of, you know, is that permanent? It doesn't look like it's going to stick around very long. I love it. And that's been a great conversation starter because it's, yeah, actually it's not meant to be permanent. That really was just a temporary solution to bring attention to. Wouldn't it be great if these were actual medians? Wouldn't it be awesome if we had crosswalks to where you didn't have to go all the way down to Washington or all the way down to high hydraulic just to have a safe crosswalk. I mean, mm-hmm. I walked unsafely and if there are any cops <laughs> listening to this, like right. don't find me. But I walked from the Gretemann group office just across the street over here right. because it's, it's the easiest way to do it, but I would love to have a crosswalk yes. here. And so, right. yeah, I mean, I think it's just, there's a lot of really great things happening and for businesses to thrive, of course, retail, having that walkability, gets the retail stores a lot more notice. Um, working for a business where we don't have a storefront and we're on the second floor of a biz- of the business, it's not the walking traffic that you know we're most concerned about. But for me as a young professional, I love that I can leave the office and walk across the park and there's Central Standard or go across the street and there's Piato or run over the workroom really quick to get a birthday gift or you know yeah. go to a chamber event at a boat. I mean, there's just so much that I can stick to my little office area instead of having to run all the way home and then venture back out, it just for a young professional, it really makes it easy, um, to work and thrive here. So I think the 2020 vision is absolutely important for us to continue to move forward. And I guess what's the status of that right now, Renee? Sure. sure. So we are still, um, kind of really pushing our, um, council members. Um, so the, the first kind of strategy in 2020 is to be able to get the infrastructure project, which has been on the, um, capital improvement project kind of funding, um, line item, you know, priority, um, for several years now. And, you know, every year they vote to kind of, you know, see what kind of actually gets, um, gets the funding for that year to start. And we were told, um, a couple of years ago that it would be 2023. And that's when we kind of were like, Hey, you know what? That's not working for us anymore. Like we're going to start kicking and <laughs> making some noise. And so, um, we start are still in those discussions and um, we have a great, um, relationship with the city. Um, even if we are kind of, you know, I, I wouldn't say adversarial, but definitely, um, on their, um, breathing down their next kind of regarding wheels, which isn't a bad thing, not a bad thing at all. I think they totally appreciate it. Um, and so we're still asking, you know, community members and residents to go to, um, 
the um, DDD Wichita page under 2020 vision and reach out to their city council members, you know, kind of just, again, continue to make noise regarding that because we'd like to get it pushed up to 2020, which would mean an end date by 2025 um, because it will be done in increments, kind of like the the hydraulic project was done. Um, And so we're still, you know, we're, we're um, looking at at the timeline. It looks like it'll probably be around August when those final decisions are made about um, SIP projects. And so we're just, you know, continuing to make noise until August. Yeah. So go to ddwichita.com and, you know, reach out to your council members. We have a couple of months to continue being that squeaky wheel and, Um, you know, really share what the Douglas Design District means to you and why this improvement. We've seen a lot of the improvement going on in Old Town. We've seen it happen in Delano and all of those improvements have made both of those areas of Douglas so much more friendly, so much more safe, a lot more walkable and have helped those businesses really thrived. And we know that we, you know, can have that same opportunity. We have over 300 businesses in our district. We have a lot of people to cover. And as I mentioned earlier, a lot of territory to cover as well. We have neighborhood that, Mm -hmm. you know, we weave in residential and business. And so Mm -hmm. um, this benefits everyone. Right. Yeah. Washington all the way to Oliver is how far the the district stretches. Actually, you know what's funny? It's Washington too. And most people forget this. It's actually Washington to Glendale. Right. So it's that little street just to the east east of Oliver that encompasses then um, the hill and El Vicino and those businesses on that Mm -hmm. little corner. Yeah. I think it's just easier to say Oliver people would say, where's Glendale? Yeah. Where's Glendale? Um, But yeah, that's, that's actually the, the, the accuracy is that it stretches to Glendale and includes that corner. I I really love this conversation surrounding walkability and urban living and that kind of thing. New businesses popping up. I, I don't know about you, but so I'm, I'm not originally from Wichita. I'm from Houston, Texas, Mm -hmm. and I moved here about eight years ago. And I just decided that when I moved here that I would love the city. I decided I'm going to love this place. And actually actually (laughs) live right across the street from here on on the second floor of the Dunning and Dunning building. There's four apartment units. So I lived there for about four years. Wow. And then I moved to the north side. And then six months later, I got a job right across the street from where I used to live. But almost for four years from 2010 to 2014, it was kind of quiet. On Douglas, yeah, and then I move, and then everything starts booming up. I'm like, oh man, I missed it. But <laughs> it's so great just to see it flourish, and 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 I love this conversation. It'll continue through the months, and until yes. we see the, the vision realized, continue to talk about how yeah. walkability and those things, new businesses coming, are really going to um, help the city have more pride and have things to do and places to go, and right. and yeah. be hashtag not boring, right? As yeah, they right. say. I mean, we have momentum now, so we definitely have to keep it going. And I think, you know, with Renee and Janelle and all of the executive committee members that are really putting their voices and their clout behind the 2020 vision, um, I can pretty much guarantee that the conversation is not going to die down and the squeaky wheel is not going to be WD 40 until this, (laughs) this vision is realized. Yes. We are, um, a pretty tenacious and, um, we've got a lot of perseverance and, and so, yeah, along with, um, Janelle and myself, Ty Tabing, um, has been really involved having worked in Chicago and even overseas and, and, um, internationally in doing economic development and planning. Um, we just, um, found a gem of a person in him. And so, um, this kind of small, but mighty little group is definitely, um, really trying to do a lot to, um, see what we see, 
um, the vision, the, the district becoming, having, sharing that vision with everyone else and having them hopefully see it as well. Good stuff. Good stuff. So I just want to point out, we, we did talk about some things happening in June, but that's primarily the first weekend, the second weekend. There's a lot more happening in the district. We wanted to focus on just a few of the collective collaborative events that were taking place, Mm -hmm. but you can certainly check out ddwichita.com and you can check our events page and you can check out our Facebook page for more happenings. And you can listen to the June event minute where we will read off some of the things that are happening in the district that are from our Facebook page. And so when businesses are posting their events and then sharing them uh, with Douglas Design District, well, then that's where we're getting all of our information. So I just want to let you know that there are certainly more things happening in June. There's never a dull moment, certainly not in the Douglas Design District. There is not, and I, I appreciate that about the district. It, Hashtag it, not a dull moment. Yeah, exactly. Hashtag not boring. Right. Um, and so, yeah, we all, um, as the volunteers who are doing it, um, you know, are a little exhausted sometimes, but we wouldn't have it any other way. Right. That's good stuff. Jordan, thank you. Thank you. Renee, thank you. Thank you. Huge thanks again to Furniture Options for allowing us to use their conference room for podcasting. You can check out furnitureoptions.com for more information about their services. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next time.